five, four, three, two, one. Oh me, oh my, people of the world, welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 164, the VR battle, Apple versus Facebook. Also, I uh, need to apologize to my Twitch viewers yesterday. Hey, guess what wasn't working? The chat app. Apologies. I think we figured it out today. At least I'll be able to see them. Who's going to win the VR battle, Apple versus Facebook? Is it just going to be Apple? Is it just going to be Facebook? Are we all going to be living in a virtual environment in short order? Uh, the answer, of course, is yeah, duh, obviously. Um, entrepreneur develops his own wheel. Isn't that something that happened a long time ago? Twitter and Google Cloud working together. We covered the other day that Google lost $5 billion, I want to say, with their Google Cloud functionality. Is it going to be any better now than it was before? Rolling Stone launching their own Twitch channel. I talked to Ryan Jankowitz on the interview yesterday and he said, Twitch, huh? Twitch, what's Twitch? Twitch, ladies and gentlemen, is a big, but big, big deal. You're going to want to make sure it is on your radar. Entrepreneurship will never be the same. We're going to go over an entrepreneur.com article and get a sense of how the game has changed in 2021 and what you can do to make sure that you are on top of it. Who loves an intro? Oh me, oh my, all the intro, all the marketing entrepreneurship will never be the same yeah let's start with vr battles this from fool.com the battle between facebook and apple isn't likely to stay contained to their current dispute over user privacy which fellow fool jeremy bowman recently outlined nicely both companies are now beginning to compete over the future of virtual reality and augmented reality let's not forget about snapchat my children love Snapchat. Everybody loves changing their face, doing new things, um, being inventive with augmented reality. As I've mentioned on the show before, we're all going to be living in augmented reality in short order. And so it is of paramount importance that we understand who is going to dominate this particular space. If I had to guess, I would wager that, uh, hmm... Someone's going to win. I absolutely have no idea. Back to the article. Facebook has already planted its flag in the ground with the Oculus Quest headsets and augmented reality glasses that CEO Mark Zuckerberg teased last year. Now Apple is rumored to be readying a high-end VR headset of its own, and AR glasses could be in the pipeline as well. Let's not forget about Google, who is also in the race, who really has a leg up in the competition, according to Fool.com. It might be closer than you think. According to them, Facebook taking the lead. When Facebook got bought, excuse me, when Facebook bought Oculus for three billion bucks in 2014, it was making a big bet on the future of VR as a technology, but it also envisioned a way to create a tech ecosystem for itself. On mobile devices, Facebook relies on companies like Apple and its iOS operating system to reach customers, putting itself at the whims of the operating system and store creator. So there's been some tension between Apple and Facebook lately in regards to actually getting the technology out. Uh, Chaska, one minute ago on Twitch, redeemed push-ups. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know about this, 
But uh, on my uh, Twitch channel, which uh, Chaska has now popped on. Hey, Chaska, good to see you. Um, uh, folks can redeem points for uh, you know for me to do stuff. And I forgot about that because it's been like six months or seven months since I've uh, been on Twitch. And uh, I, you know what? I have to turn these off because I'm doing a live show for my company now and I'm not doing this chess thing. But he redeemed push-ups and so I have to do it. So I'm going to go do 10 push-ups right now. I'll count them out. No, you weren't able to see that, but I think you can use your imagination to understand. So my uh, my chess channel, I tried merging exercise with uh, with chess. But anyway, chess, it's good to see you, buddy. It's been a while. Woofta, and now he's winded. Um, so VR, obviously, as we've mentioned many many times on the show, is going to be a big, a big, big deal. I'm actually reminded about uh, the episode we're going to do with Ryan Jankowitz where he's going to hurt me uh, using kettlebells. It's going to sound a lot like this. Um, <laughs> so the other thing on my Twitch channel that you may not be aware of is uh, the ability um, for folks to have me speak Chinese. That's another thing they can redeem. So I will speak just a very little bit of Chinese. Uh, so that is... Uh, I don't know how to speak Chinese because I'm very stupid in Mandarin. So, Chaska, good to see you, buddy. Um, do want to mention that the Twitch chat feed, Chaska, is not actually porting over to um, to the main YouTube one for some reason. But I can see that you're writing that. And we'll work on those bugs later. Back to the show. Uh, VR is going to be something that is for lack of a better word, ubiquitous is going to be everywhere. Google Glasses is going to uh, completely knock it out of the park. Uh, shout out again to everyone listening to us on uh, iTunes and Spotify as well after the fact. If you want to join us for the live show, if you want to hang out with Chaska and friends, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So as I mentioned before, the Google Glasses are going to be synced to the device in your pocket. They're not going to be bulky. This ridiculous notion that we're going to be strapping phones to our heads is just simply not going to be the case. VR is going to be very, very lightweight in the future. Entrepreneur develops his own wheel. This from WMAR2news.com, Annapolis, Maryland, perhaps. Excuse me. Larry Spriggs has loved cars since he was a teenager. It all started when he began spending time with and one street ball players. Quote, I was actually lucky enough to get close and hang out with a couple of guys and I used to ride around with them. All of them had wheels on their cars and I could remember being in the back with their systems blasting. I could remember holding my ears because the music was just so loud. Um, he wanted to hook up this sort of thing, drove his fascination for cars. He worked on his car so much that it got to the point where he had decided that he, if he should finish working on his car or finish his college degree, which would be the better decision, he ultimately decided to finish his car. Quote, my car would get stuck in the shop. I needed money to get it out of the shop. So I would start working and then working became more of a priority to me so I could hook up my car. This is similar to a lot of entrepreneurs stories. So this particular gentleman ended up inventing his own wheel. Uh, now with years of training under his belt, Spriggs is on a mission to advance the course 
for black people in the car space, quote, sometimes when we look at our culture, we're the biggest influence from a lot of different products. And sometimes we don't realize that we have no ownership in these products at all at the higher level. When you look at wheels and tires, a lot of these brands and manufacturers, even the distributors, uh, it's not too many black people, really any at all. Nobody has ever really thought to go up the ownership chain. And instead of owning a shop and selling wheels to customers to say, hey, I'm going to fly to China. <laughs> we were just speaking Chinese and sit down and get my own wheels made and manufactured and own the whole vertical supply chain. So now we're talking. Now we're talking. So not only does Spriggs own his own wheel shop, he has a tech startup called Wheel Conks, C-O-N-X, uh, connecting clientele with his products. So uh, this just goes to show that anybody, I don't care who you are, what you look like, um, the takeaway here is vertical supply chain, right? Um, if you're interested in really owning the thing from top to bottom, take a play um, from Spriggs' book and understand that you can do the whole thing. Uh, a good example of this would be my sister who did part exactly this. Uh, went to China, she gets wigs made, makeup, the whole nine, uh, but she goes directly to the manufacturer. Uh, she used to work in what can only be described as a multi-level marketing sort of makeup situation, uh, but no longer. Um, created her own thing and uh, shout out to her. Also shout out to the three folks that joined us on Twitch. Thank you so much for swinging on by. We'd love to hear your voices in chat if you're enjoying the show thus far. Twitter and Google could be working together. This is from marketwatch.com. Uh, let's see, the cloud division of Google, which again lost $5 billion last year, according to an article we read on, uh, two days ago, uh, the Wednesday show. So they announced a new multi-year strategic partnership with Twitter. Under the deal, Twitter will extend its work with Google and move offline analytics, data processing, and machine learning workloads to Google's data cloud. This would allow Twitter to analyze data faster and improve the experience for people who use the service every day. Shares of Twitter and Alphabet are flat in after-hours trading. As I've mentioned before, there is a huge difference, um, I should say, between companies of old and uh, companies that we currently find now. Uh, global reach um, has become very commonplace. And so as these companies grow larger than small governments, we're going to see these kinds of collaborations have international effects, which is to say Twitter and Google Cloud are global companies and uh, their growth, they're going to, I don't want to say monopolize the tech industry, but the, the difference between Twitter and Google Cloud is just going to become nebulous as they continue to work together. They are incredibly powerful. Now, that doesn't mean that they will always be successful. It does not mean uh, that things will always go their way. Um, but it is interesting to me that Google can hemorrhage $5 billion on Google Cloud, but still drive forward these massive deals with companies like Twitter to create, as they mention here, offline analytics, data processing, machine learning workloads to Google's data cloud. I think Google is bullish on their cloud. Obviously, they're willing to spend a lot of money to drive it home, um, and it'll be interesting to see how that manifests in the future. Rolling Stone launching a Twitch channel. Um, we're now live on Twitch, obviously. Um, we've been live on YouTube, 
Facebook business uh, for months now. We just started Twitter. Um, used to be called Periscope, but it's just streaming live on Twitter. And uh, this, of course, is called Simulcasting. And if you're interested in growing your business, it is something you definitely want to consider. Here, Rolling Stone has made the decision to take the leap. Rolling Stone Magazine is launching a video channel on Twitch, a move that makes the famed music and pop culture magazine the first mainstream publication to sign a long-term content deal with Amazon Inc.'s live video streaming service. The service to be called, quote, Rolling Stone on Twitch will go live March 1st. I think a lot of these major brands don't want to pay. Um, they don't want to share their live stream um, revenue with Bezos. They would rather, because look, if someone subscribes to your channel on Twitch, the user, I should say the content creator, the streamer, makes about $2.50. Bezos and his company makes the other two fifty. dollars So you're giving up half of your, of your profit when you could just create your own live stream and just go about it. But the reality is good luck. Good luck creating that sort of um, community. The Twitch community is absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, it is very important to remember that. Um, a lot of folks my age and older will respond similarly to how our guest Ryan on the show responded yesterday, which is, huh, what's Twitch? What? They have no idea. And so this should be a wake-up call uh, for entrepreneurs um, in regards to just how powerful Twitch is. So again, the service to be called Rolling Stone on Twitch, according to the article, all links to all articles are in the description if you want to check them out. We'll go live March 1st and we'll broadcast for several hours a day, five days a week, said Gus Wenner, Rolling Stone's president and chief operating officer in an interview. The deal helps Rolling Stone, which was founded in 1967 and built its success on covering the biggest rock stars of the baby boomer generation in its effort to appeal to younger audiences and deepen its position in the digital media space. It'll also help Twitch, a platform mostly used by video game enthusiasts, to broaden its reach. Now, this uh, is not inaccurate, um, this idea that Twitch is mostly video gamers. That's true. Um, but what is also true is if you bop around Twitch, you will see musicians, you will see artists, you will see coders. Um, and so it is definitely growing um, uh, into a wider more culturally accessible, if you will, uh, platform. And uh, live streaming is the present. It is no longer the future. Entrepreneurship will never be the same. This from entrepreneur.com. We all can agree that 2020 was a wild ride. And while we faced rapid change, the reality is these changes were already coming. The chaos only hastened them. For a lot of entrepreneurs, this meant figuring out how to transition to a remote workforce do business online or even invent a new business out of thin air because their industry was completely shut down all virtually overnight. Living in Las Vegas, uh, I have spoken to and have had clients in the event management business, which evaporated overnight. I have uh, friends who are now laying pipe when they were bartenders before. Massive changes now. In the next three to six months, I hope and pray that we are going to see a drastic reduction in number of coronavirus cases. Um, and that will, along with it, bring a euphoria, a partying culture of pent-up demand, which is going to make Las Vegas a very, very popular place. And so I do believe that we are going to see um, a return of the Las Vegas economy 
Uh, but that being said, a lot of folks obviously have suffered back to the article. But at this point, the genie is out of the bottle and there's no going back because this kind of radical and rapid change happens every so often. We get it. So how to go full entrepreneur in 2021. According to the article, we all need a personal brand. So let's talk about that for a second. We all need a personal brand. All right, fine. I understand that from my perspective, this is absolutely 100% true. I do a lot of public speaking, um, podcast guest stuff. This is a podcast, duh, we get it. But this is just one path. Um, the reason why Google is such a massive company is because people spend a lot of money on Google ads. And when I say a lot of money, I mean many billions of dollars. And so it's easy to say that you need a personal brand. And I have been that guy in the past saying, you need your own website. You need to be the face of your business. And the reality is a lot of people simply are not going to do that. They're just not going to. There's more pressure than there ever was before to be the face of your business. But I mean, some people simply are not going to do it. Um, for the folks that aren't going to do it, the alternatives are really high level graphic design uh, videos that talk about the product, but you aren't the face of the product. And so I think I have been perhaps inaccurate in the past saying it is necessary for you to have a personal brand. Um, I don't think those exact words came out of my mouth, but pretty darn close. So do we all need a personal brand? No, I would say no. But uh, let's read what they have to say about it. They write, until recently, most entrepreneurs didn't need a personal brand. That was usually limited to entrepreneurs like Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, Robert Kiyosaki, who built businesses around both their knowledge and personality. But today, everyone needs a personal personal brand. This is because people want to do business with brands that align with their values, and now they're able to quickly determine exactly where a brand stands with a quick search. Yeah, okay, I get it. Is it incredibly important that you consider being the face of your business? Yes. Live stream? Yes. YouTube videos? Uh-huh. But I would argue that you don't absolutely have to. I think need is a bit of a stretch. Next is remote workforce and technology. Most entrepreneurs experienced a massive shakeup when lockdowns completely transformed the workplace, whether inspired by mandates or by health concerns. Many employers immediately transitioned to a remote workforce. Um, people are paying lots of money. Uh, hey, Goitu. Goitu's in chat. Good to see you, buddy. Um, a lot of people are paying a lot of money on rent, and they're paying a lot of money unnecessarily on... Um, remote it's not remote it's commercial water commercial internet that sort of thing completely unnecessary um as far as i'm concerned for many businesses seriously consider the remote workforce seriously consider hiring people that don't need to be micromanaged get the cars off the road save lives we know this is true um next point is we need to build relationships with our customers according to the article brands that can make customers feel valued, tend to earn a more loyal audience of eager customers. This is important because it's not just about a transaction, it's about a relationship. So one of the differences between this show and some of the other shows out there is we're all about the returning guest. Bring them on back. Um, if you are an entrepreneur and you get a fan, you get one fan, you get one guest, um, you really want to push that as hard as you possibly can because they are your starting point. They are where you get initial traction. Um, and so that I feel is um, invaluable. 
that first customer is invaluable and your relationship with that person is invaluable. So it's about a relationship according to the article in today's world. Customers have far more flexibility than ever before uh, in which brands they choose to do business with. That decision comes down to whether that brand aligns with their values and values them as an individual. This is fairly common sense. Absolutely love those first few clients. Ladies and gentlemen, every single day, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that is when the show is. Shout out to Goitu and Chaska in chat. We appreciate it. Esther Sass coming in. Uh, for some reason, Esther's comments are appearing above my head, uh, but unfortunately, the Twitch ones are not. We will try to figure out why that is uh, occurring. Thank you, Esther. As always, Esther, number one fan. So let's summarize. VR is going to arrive very, very quickly, and it is going to um, be an advertising. Mm. It is going to be an advertising arena. That is a good word to describe it. There are going to be a lot of players in that space, and it is going to be quite interesting to see how it unfolds. Do not forget about it. Entrepreneur develops his own wheel. Yeah, good for this dude. It's just a wheel, but if you own the entire vertical supply chain, hashtag winning. Good for this guy. Spriggs is his last name. Twitter and Google uh, could be working together. Yeah, they're going to be working together. The global reach of international companies is something that uh, the global community is going to have to regulate and police. Um, each individual country is working with these massive entities to put restraints and limits on them. We've covered how Australia is having Facebook uh, change the way they deal with their journalists. Europe has implemented a number of rules. Um, and so each individual government is going to be fighting their individual fights. Rolling Stone launching on Twitch. This is a huge reminder for business owners that Twitch is a big deal. Do not forget about it. It's an Amazon-owned company, and it ain't going nowhere soon. Entrepreneurship will never be the same. No, it will not. Um, work on that personal brand. It is a big deal. Be the face of your business if you can be. Um, remote workforce is everything. Um, and uh, join us, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be back on Monday for episode 165. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. And if you're listen listening to us after the fact, uh, much appreciation to you. Hit that like button, subscribe, et cetera. We will see you all next Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye-bye.